0: Hello and welcome to the Daniel Sendrek Podcast. Hi everyone, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the last episode which talked about the formula for happiness and your life blueprint. This kind of follows on a little bit from that. So how do we go about actually designing a blueprint Um, And for this I'm turning to a book called Principles by Ray Dalio, a really fantastic book and one I've really thoroughly enjoyed reading. And there's probably uh, two key concepts I want to talk about today. One specific to uh, designing that life, that blueprint, and the other one was just uh, something that I read that really had a profound impact on me. So the first, when it comes to designing uh, your life, He has this uh, simple formula to look at, so he says, you know, learn to look at the machine from a higher level. And so what does he mean by this? He goes, often we get a little bit confused between ourselves being the designer of the machine and being the worker of the machine. And so what do we mean by that? So the worker is the person who's on the ground actually doing the things that you want to do. So you've said to yourself, you know, I want to get a particular job or a career and you're off running around doing the studies involved or, or working that particular job. And the designer of that is the one who looks at it from a very, very high level and says, okay, first of all, you know, what are the objectives that I'm going for? What are my goals, Right. And then what is the machine that I'm going to design and the people I'm going to put together into that machine to help me generate the outcome that I want? Now, um, the difference here is if you can learn to look at it from two different levels, being the designer and the worker, you can learn to objectively look at yourself and ask yourself, are you actually the best person to be a part of that? particular machine when it comes to a certain goal. So, for instance, uh, I'm a quite an innovative, creative um, thinking type of person. I like to analyze, uh, plan. I'm not necessarily the best executor of those plans um, or the one who's the best at looking at details, but I'm very good at getting abstract concepts together, working in ambiguity, etc. So, I perform really well in functions where I'm very early on in the process, where I have to design a strategy or come up with approaches or solve problems. I don't do so well in the more routine management type activities. And so, being able to look at yourself objectively means that when you become that designer and you're creating that machine to meet those goals and generate those outcomes. You can say, am I actually the best person to do this particular piece of work? Perhaps I need to ask a friend for help or hire someone to perform that activity for me, perhaps outsource it, or at the very least, understand that it's a weakness of mine and learn how to mitigate it. So I never had thought about it that way. I've always assumed and kind of worked on the principle that I had to mostly do most things myself. I'm like, if I wanted an outcome, it's all up to me. Well, that's not really the case. And and one of the things I've certainly learned um, this year since my origin story, which I shared a while back, was that um, people do really want to help you. You just have to reach out and ask. And I was so used to not asking and just trying to rely on my own and not wanting to bother other people that I missed a lot of opportunities to meet the kind of outcomes that I wanted. And, And the thing is, people want to help because it makes them feel valued as well. It makes them feel like you care, that they're important to you because they can contribute something back in your life. I mean, that's certainly how I feel when I help other people. I feel really great that I can help someone in need. Um, and so, when you're thinking about the yourself as a worker, it's important to really be objective and really truthful about yourself. And uh, some people are born with pretty high self-awareness and they can do a bit of introspective work and they can work that out quite quickly. Others might need a bit of help. And, and one thing uh, that has helped me uh, get to the bottom, it was actually going out and just asking close friends and family and just asking them, what do they think I'm good at? What do they think I'm not so good at? And then kind of collating all the responses together and working through some common themes. So I just went through that exercise uh, recently and it's something I've repeated every year for the last couple of years because obviously we change over time. But I'm I'm noticing after doing this about the third time, there are some definite trends uh as you'd expect right and so that gives me a better understanding of of what's a core trait of mine and what's not so that was the first uh concept i wanted to share with you the next one is not so much about designing your life but a general approach to life and it's a really simple one but it kind of <laughs> it kind of blew me away to be honest it um it just clicked and and that is reframing problems as puzzles to be solved, and why is that important? And Ray doesn't mince words, and he and he says it really truthfully, which is life is going to continue to throw problems your way. You can't help it. It's just it's going to happen. Nothing will ever go one hundred percent to plan. There's always uncertainty. There's always random problems that are come going to come your way, and so. What's the use of getting frustrated or upset about them? What's the use of getting angry? Is this a natural part of life? Do we get angry about breathing or having to eat or going to the bathroom? No, these are just facts of life. Do we get angry that the weather's changed or changing? No, we don't. It's just a fact of life. And... As I said, it's a simple concept, but it it really blew my mind because I've traditionally been the kind of person that gets quite frustrated with problems because I've, I've tried to control my environments as much as possible so that I wouldn't have problems. But that's just a recipe for failure and anxiety and frustration because it's impossible to control everything. Nor would you want to. It'd be boring then. You need a little bit of that variety and uncertainty in your life. And so, I've noticed since really taking his message about problems to heart, it's made me less emotionally responsive when problems come my way. I'm a lot calmer when addressing them. Uh, In fact, when they do come along, I go, oh, great, here's a lesson that I'm going to be able to learn from this. Maybe it's a reiteration of my willpower, determination, discipline. Perhaps it's a new skill I'll have to learn. Maybe it's how to be better or more patient or calmer in a given situation or how to juggle multiple priorities better. And so, I, I've, I found that really powerful and I hope that helps you as well. I do recommend, uh, if you like the sound of these last two sort of topics I've just spoken about, to, to check out the book Principles by Ray Dalio. I think it's a fantastic book. He's um, He talks about his own personal principles as well as those that he has for his business. He runs a hedge fund, which I believe is the largest private hedge fund in the world and the fifth largest company in the US, something like that. And um, he basically started it from nothing in the ni- late 1970s. And uh, through an act of arrogance and hubris, he made a, a call and prediction that essentially led to the whole business being wiped out and having to start again. And that's really where this uh, problems are a solution, uh, problems are a puzzle to solve, sorry, um, came about as well as his mantra on, you know, how do I know I'm right? Always asking ourselves, how do I know I'm right? Which is another great message I've picked up from him. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I hope you learnt something and this helps you as you put together your blueprint. If you haven't heard the blueprint episode, look up number 4 and I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Take care. That's it for another episode of the Daniel Sandrek podcast. I hope you enjoyed some of the key learnings I got out of Ray Dalio's Life Principles book. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will be looking at the six human needs. Take care.